Some neighbors were saying way too loud. That's only in the morning. He supposed to be up cooking breakfast or somebody. That's like an alarm clock. Oh crap. Prepare to jump into hyperspace on my mom. Welcome in, everybody, to the latest edition of Loose Lug Nuts, the NASCAR podcast for the average fan. No Evan Roberts again, not a big surprise. Probably fiddling with his nuts somewhere. We got uh, Tyler Pig in, though, and as I always say, he knows more about NASCAR than Evan, so well worth it. Speaking of worth it, we have the uh, Worth 400. That was the uh, Cup Series race at uh, Dover. They had a short practice. They had no qualifying. Race got postponed today, pushed back to... uh, to Monday, which I enjoyed, was able to watch it at work. Actually, it's the first time I watched the race live this year. So it and, was worth it. It was worth it because we got to watch it on Monday. Yeah, they used the magic metric, and it did it more so for the Xfinity race. But I sort of liked it for this race because it jumbled stuff up. Because the last race, it, like it's weighted season standings plus some owner stuff plus the last race. So. It got jumbled up more in the Xfinity race, yep. but in this race, it was pretty cool. A, seeing them, they didn't practice, so no one knew what they had, and then you jumbled up fast cars and slow cars. So the first uh, stage, a lot of coming and going, plus a green track. The little yeah. magic formula had Kyle Busch, Christopher Bell on the front row, Lanny Keselowski in row two, Busch and Briscoe on row three. Huge launch by Kyle Busch to start the race, looking real strong. First six laps, Hamlin is up three spots, which doesn't seem like a lot, but uh, Dover is not the most passiest track you're going to find. Nothing changed in the top four as they got a competition caution at lap 20. The biggest mover was actually Briscoe going the wrong way. He fell back to 20th from sixth. Josh Berry moved up six spots to 17th. Then we got the old competition caution at lap 20. And then we get a little teammate-on-teammate contact as Josh Berry bumps into William Byron on pit road. As they say, TD, Rubbins racing. And then Kyle Busch, another speeding penalty, like his 48,000th one of the year. Uh, too fast entering on pit lane, so no chicken free attendees for us at Cheddar's. Leads the league. Yeah, you're right. Leads the league with four speeding penalties this year. Has to restart all the way back at, at tw- and 36. Lap 28 restart, we get going again. William Byron with a great start pushes Denny Hamlin. And the next lap, we get Noah Gregson into the wall to bring out another yellow. Yeah, he's uh, not having the kind of year I envisioned in what I thought was an up-and-coming legacy motor club. But we'll get more on them. Their mind might be somewhere else, uh, which might explain some of this. We get the lap 35 restart. Another incident in the back. All this happening in the back. Daniel Suarez is up into the wall and back down the track. And that gets, uh, you speed, you get put to the end, and bad stuff happens at the end of the pack. Bad stuff happens for Bush. He gets in the Ty Dillon. BJ McLeod also mixed up. Day is done for Suarez. I believe it was done for Ty Dillon too. Not that it started. Race is real choppy at this point. We get a lap 42 restart. Another great launch for William Byron with Hamlin and Blaney chasing. 
Noah Gregson fails to meet minimum speed, so he's going to be out with a damaged vehicle policy. There's now three cars out, McLeod, Suarez, and Gregson. Yeah, it was a disappointing day for really for Daniel Suarez and Noah Gregson. Noah Gregson just trails off in the Rookie of the Year race now. I had Daniel Suarez as my long shot. He's been pretty good here, and then that that wreck on lap 35 really ended his day and actually hurt me the NASCAR fantasy points because I did not do so well this weekend thanks to that. So lap 58, Kyle Busch slowly making his way up to the field. He's moved up 12 spots in the 36th. Then lap 71, he actually moves into the top 20 as William Byron and Denny Hamlin are still out front. And here's the good old announcer, Jinx, lap 80. They keep talking about how great Kyle Larson is. I think Mike Joyce said multiple times, he's the fastest guy on the track, lap 81, whammo, into the wall by guess who? Ross Chastain. Yeah. So he gets in the back of Brendan Poole, who gets him loose. And he gets down, knocks Kyle Larson, or he T-bows him. And then the favorite, who is long odds by the favorite, is out. Yeah. I mean, getting a little old, Chastain will apologize after the race. All his fans will be like, oh, that's how Dale Sr. raced. Well, Dale Sr., I don't think he did it on lap 80 of a 400-lap race. And it wasn't like he was behind Brennan Poole forever. He had just gotten behind him. And Brennan Poole racing for position, trying to get past Austin Dillon. Brennan Poole's not going to stop so Chastain could pass him. Just a bad move. And we're going to find out later, possibly, that karma is man-made. On this uh, lap 90 restart, we got Bush out front. He didn't pit with the others. He's out front with Reddick and Chastain. They only changed two tires. So we got some hodgepodge up front behind people with fresh tires. Old tires don't work great. Bush falls back, and he has to nurse his tires for the last 31 laps of the stage, and it ain't working out so well. Byron and Chastain out front. Chastain on two tires is staying up pretty well with Byron and Hamlin, uh, Hamlin who have the four tires. 20 to go in the stage. Kevin Harvick's made a big move since the restart. He's up to ninth. Kyle Busch continues to fall back all the way back to 11th. Didn't really get the pit strategy right at all in the first stage in this one. 18 to go. Kyle Larson's going to head to the garage. He's done for the day. What's well, going to be a fun interview with Jamie Little coming up. We'll talk about that in a second. William Byron and Denny Hamlin really motoring out in front to take the lead with the front of the pack. Five to go. Kyle Busch all the way back down to 25th. He said at one point, it felt like his car was coming apart, I quote. Not a great gamble there because everybody's going to have it. He's going to have an extra set of tires, but he won't get to them, and they're not really making it up any time. And, TD, you know, Dover is a place where tires really matter, and they really misjudged it down the stretch there in stage one. Yeah, and then two to go. This is where it goes south or more south, even more south for uh bush is not only does he get lapped but he has to fight off austin dillon for the lucky dog and he is not successful right as they get to the wire he's passed by his teammate for the lucky dog byron wins the stage followed by hamlin blaney kozlowski chastain in the top five busher bell harvick truex stenhouse get stage points i think they've permanently moved the uh ones to watch to the second stage which i think sort of weird this time, though, they didn't mute Larry Mack. They muted Clint Boyer, which isn't an awful thing. They actually <laughs> go to commercial while he's talking. And then they, uh, I guess they realized they were in this uh, paid sponsorship thing. He had to come back and Clint had already finished talking. We got a slow pit stop for Truex's. Jackman couldn't get it up <laughs> on the track. Kozlowski has a penalty for an uncontrolled tire. His tire is actually in front of his car when he takes off and he just knocks it into the uh, pit road 
And then Hamlin's Jack man trips over a hose. He drops five spots or yeah, he dropped seven spots on this pit stop. The pit stop before he had dropped five. So JGR not having the uh, best pit stops. Yeah. Kyle Larson gets back on the track. 20 laps, no interview. 20... No, yeah, interview. no interview. We thought he was done. He actually goes back on 28 laps back. It'll be interesting to see if he gives Ross Chastain a hard time as we go through stage two. Lap 130 restart, Byron out in front of Ryan Blaney, who's worked his way into the top two. Then lap 45, I mean, Hamlin's feeling a little frustration with his teammate Christopher Bell as he's trying to catch him into fourth place. And then all of a sudden, Mike Joy, by the way, our typical Mike Joy shout-out of the broadcast, usually involving Corey LaJoy, says <laughs> Corey LaJoy in the Federal Order of Eagles car. F and feds. <laughs> feds. Yeah, he corrects himself a little bit later. It's the Fraternal Order of Eagles. Not not the FBI for Eagles, just the fraternal order of Eagles, which is a, was one of the better paint schemes we talked about in the last pod. Yeah, then, then basically talk- after basically oh, after that, they, no, I was basically after that they kind of cut really quickly to get back to the race. I think they realized Mike uh, Mike Joy's uh, hatred towards Eagles. Yeah, <laughs> we now settle in the we said the first stage was choppy, which is sort of good. Cars got to stay on the lead lap, but now we got an old fashioned, old school Dover race. Not many cautions. Uh, Middle-level cars getting passed every 30 laps or so. Lap 179, Chastain gets by Blaney for second, and he's chasing down Byron. Lap 180, Bell starts plummeting down. He's down to ninth place. He needs tires. So lap 188, they start the pit cycle. Logano and Bell pit. They were dropping hard. Lap 190, Briscoe into the wall, and he pits. Elliott joins the pit brigade. Meanwhile, Chastain is hounding Byron for the lead. The lab 192, here comes the big groups of pitting together. Leaders are still out, though, with William Byron, Chastain, and Ryan Blaney running, running one, two, three. Then lab 90, 194, Ross Chastain finds a new gear. He gets past William Byron in the lead. But William Byron is going to come in and pit anyway as all the injured cars came in. Then after they've cycled through, Ross Chastain still leads William Byron at the, at the midway point of lap 200 of 400. Chastain, Byron, and Blaney control the entire stage two after that. Apparently, we have, though, we have stage breaks, so we can watch the awesome racing as they fight for spots in the stage. But then Fox cuts away before we get the top 10 finished to get those commercial breaks ready. Yeah, there was a bit of a, a gap between Blaney and fourth place, like a seven second. They couldn't wait to seven seconds. Yeah. They're like, deuces, we're out of here. Get those commercial There's breaks. There's 12 in. cars in the lead lap, only 10 count. We're good. It's yeah. just front of the break. So we gotta, Kevin we Hart- gotta get the big pharma ads in. So yeah, run them in. Pills. Yeah, Harvick struggled hard the last lap of the stage. He not only got lapped, but he got passed by Bubba Wallace. Another thing where uh, just a car that's running pretty well can't stay on the lead lap. He had courted a right rear tire, so that's why he was going slow. When they come back from the uh, Wiener Pill break, we see Chastain was followed by Byron Blaney, Truex Hamlin in the top five. Gibbs, look at that. Ty Gibbs in six. Busher, Reddick, Elliott, and Christopher, I spelled it like Joey Albert Bell, round out the top ten. Yeah, I really thought actually the whole entire stage, this was going to be a runaway Ross Chastain, uh, William Byron, uh, Ryan Blaney race. Because I didn't think the JGR cars were really good until the end of stage two when you had them running four, five, six. So. I kind of thought that's where we were heading, but narrator, that's not what happened. JGR got a little bit stronger in the final stage. Yeah, and as the final stage starts, uh, they're starting to turn Bob Pockers into a clown. This is the it's a shame. Yeah, his clown stint of the race. What was it last week? He was in the Wendy's box doing a dance. 
This time he goes in the world's largest bounce house. He crushes a little girl. Just it looked like uh, who's that Steelers player that always got suspended? Jer- Jerome Harrison, James Harrison, James he, Harrison. Yeah, he James Harrison's a little girl. But I will say they didn't have that world's largest bouncy house back when I went. I probably would have went in there and clotheslined some kids, especially the way these kids are turned out these days. We get back to the racing. Byron, actually, we get back to the pit stops. Byron passes Chastain in the pits. That could work out to be uh, something in, uh, important down the road. It turned out to be Byron's fastest pit stop of the year. And then uh, lap 259 restart. William Byron still in front of Ross Testchain, followed by uh, Martin Truex and Ryan Blaney. There's only 13 cars on the lead lap, which is peak Dover. But Ty Gibbs running a really good race. He's in fifth place as we hit lap 285. And then here comes Martin Truex. He's trying to get under Ross Chastain for second, but he can't. And then two laps later, Ross Chastain beats William Byron to the line. He takes the lead. And then Truex passes William Byron, too, as the 20 core far fades away, basically midway through the final stage. Yeah, then we got 90 to go. Ty Gibbs in fourth. JGR Cars in four in the top six. Truex in second. Gibbs fourth. Hamlin fifth. Bell sixth. 72 to go. Harrison Burton spins out at the entrance of Pit Road. He, br- he briefly blocks it, but no yellow. Uh, we could really use the yellow flag here to get the cars back and uh, get some more in the lead lap, but uh, no. 69 to go. Truex, big move here. He passes Chastain on the top when they cycle through the pit stops he should be the leader then 50 to go martin trex opened up an eight tenth lead with just 11 cars in the lead lap been a really good day for rfk those we had 45 to go as chris busher now in the top 10 along with rad kozlowski he's in seventh 35 to go ross Chastain right back on martin truex jr's rear it's going to be tough to really hold him off as the one car gets going but then lap traffic helps him out a little bit with 26 to go as truex opens up a bigger uh, near a second lead 21 to go kyle larson I might have a little drama here. It gets in between Martin Truex and Ross Hashane. Could be fun. But then he slowed him down a little bit, but didn't give him too much trouble as uh, Martin Truex Jr. is able to open up a one-and-a-half-second lead with 20 to go. Yeah, he did I was hoping little... for a little drama, and it just really yeah, – I mean, there was – you could tell he was, he was doing it, and he did he do was. a little mirror driving, and it did, like we said, he opened up a 1.5-second lead with 20 to go. 16 to go, though. Gibbs uh, runs a little bit of interference, and, and Reddick holds uh, Truex up a little bit. So it is Chastain chasing him down. It looks like it's going to be a race to the finish line until 14 to go. Joey Logano, he has a tire down. He was like eight laps back. It was just a bad day for him. You know, it's been a affects, bad year. Yeah, he affects the – well, he does have a win, I think. He does, but you know what his but, average yeah. finish is? It's like 18th. Yeah, not very good. This doesn't help. We get uh, So we get the pit stops. Hey, we're going to do two tires of four. Well, Truex, Blaney, Bell do two tires. Chastain's like, hey, I'm in fourth, fifth. I might as well take four and see if I can catch them with fresh tires. They're going to restart with seven to go. Blaney and Truex out front. Truex has the advantage on the outside. Chastain tries to get by Blaney on the inside. If he gets that to work, he might win the race, but he does not. Truex clears uh, with six to go. Chastain gets by Blaney with five to go. He's going to try to chase down Truex, but he is unable to catch up. He doesn't get within a half second the remainder of the race. So Truex wins. Now has three Dover wins, 32nd career win. Home track, it's 130 miles from his hometown. It breaks a 54-race drought. And how about this? He ran his fastest lap 
with two to go. So when you want to be fast, you want to be fast at the end. He was. We get Chastain, Blaney, Byron, Hamlin in the top five. Bal Reddick, Kozlowski, Busher, Barry in the top ten. Down the end, he did get a lot of help from people uh, who don't like Chastain. There were a couple other people that gave Chastain a little bit of grief. I think Hamlin gave yeah. him some grief. So, yeah, karma. You knock Brendan Poole out. And I, Kyle, I mean, maybe he still finishes second either way. Maybe he finishes second to Kyle Larson if he doesn't wreck Kyle Larson. Wins yeah. are mounting in the standings. We got eight drivers in on wins. Bell, Truex, Larson, Bush, Reddick, Logano, Stenhouse, and Byron. Eight in on points would be Chastain, Harvick, Blaney, Hamlin, Kozlowski, Busher, Bowman, who was in the race. He's tumbled down to 15th. Briscoe holding on to the 16th place. He's 19 points ahead of Suarez, and he's 22 points ahead of Ty Gibbs, and 26 points ahead of Austin Sindrick. Elliott passed Harrison Burton and Austin Dillon to move in the 29th place. He is 102 points behind the cutoff. He's going to need 6.8 points per race to get to Briscoe. Yeah, I'm to the point, TD, where I think Chase Elliott's going to win a race. It's going to be seven points a race can be done, but a win would really be the preferred route to go. thought he was better at times during Dover. I thought Hendrick actually going into it. We all thought this was going to be a Hendrick uh, roadshow, and William Byron faded fast. Kyle Larson wrecked. Josh Berry was pretty good early in the 48 car for Alex Bowman, but – um, you know, obviously really good for uh, Martin Truex to win. Just a good weekend for the Truex family overall. We'll talk about that next. But the other thing I thought, too, that I was really impressed with, we give RFK a lot of, a lot of you know, a little trash talk every once in a while on this podcast. Chris Buescher ran a really good race. Brad Kozlowski ran a really good race. Uh, it was good to see RFK had a lot of speed. And JGR was really good with, you know, Hamlin, Bell, Reddick also inside the top 10. Yeah. I mean, they've been running pretty solid this year in the – I want to say Busher is averaging like five more points per race this year than mm-hmm. it was last year, which will pay off in the end. Getting some stage points, which is huge. Sheldon Creed's doing the same thing on the Xfinity side for RCR, so we'll get to that next. The A Game mm-hmm. 200 uh, might be Wiener Pills, don't know, never looked it up. So we get stage one. They do the formula. It worked even better for this race because there was some all sorts of people uh, starting out front. But anyways, we start the race. Sheldon Creed, he pushes Cole Custer out front. Uh, green track, a lot of spin outs early on. Lap five, we get uh, Jeremy Clements spins out from fifth place to bring out the yellow. Lap 10 restart, another huge launch from Creed. He is looking strong, but lap 17, Ryan Ellis spins out. No yellow for him, though. He has to limp around until the comp caution. He's got to feel like Flagman doesn't like him. Lap 20, Anthony Alfredo, fast pasta, which he found a, a sauce uh, sponsor, Botticelli. Alfredo Botticelli. sauce. So pretty cool t-shirt out if you go to his website. But he had a brake rotor coming off. He, he just straight up stops on the track. They throw out the flag, and then he starts back up. It seems shady. Seemed I know he doesn't shady. have brakes probably, but... I don't Fast know. Fast pasta with no brakes is not a uh, formula for success. But I don't know how he doesn't get penalized when people with other stuff have done that and they've gotten penalized. Uh, yep. Anyhow, that turns into the comp caution. Not everyone pits as some are saving some tires. All guy or one of the ones who does pit busted for speeding to the rear. You don't want to speed at, at this place. If I pick you to win in the Xfinity series, you are going to speed during the race. 
It is a guarantee. I did this to Justin Allgaier this week. I did it to Sheldon Cree like two weeks ago. Uh, it's book it. I, I do. I, whoever I pick in Xfinity is going to speed. We get the lap twenty five restart. Sheldon Creed with great launch again. He's out in front of his teammate Austin Hill, but he has damage on his nose from the Alfredo debris that could hinder him the whole rest of the race. Lap thirty two, fourteen to go in the stage. Ryan Truex, where we heard that name before, he's on fresher tires coming up fast behind on Creed. Lap thirty four, Truex gets the lead. Lead three laps later, teammate. John Hunter Nemechek gets by Creed also. So Truex wins the stage. First ever stage win for Ryan Truex. Yeah, then he's followed by uh, John Hunter Nemechek, Sheldon Creed, Austin Hill, Josh Berry in the top five. And Jones, Sammy Smith, Cole Custer, Daniel Hemrick, and Chandler Smith also get stage points. I actually thought this was a really clean stage, TD, minus the Alf- uh, Anthony Alfredo spin out on the break runners. It yeah. was a little bit uh, – it was not as uh, clunky as stage one or stage two of the cup race on Sunday or on Monday. So we go to stage two, lap 54. Kyle Weatherman, Weatherman doesn't pit. He'll start out front on tires uh, that he got at the comp caution. Uh, Truex immediately takes the lead. Lap 56, Brandon Jones gets into the marbles. He drops from 7th to 17th. Lap 64, Corey Heim gets into Parker Kligerman going into the corner. Uh, wrecks him. Uh, Parker Kligerman uses his middle finger before he gets into the, the emergency care vehicle. So we got that going for us. Not going to show that on the NBC broadcast here in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Lab 70 restart. Truex and Hill battling hard. Truex gets out front. Truex is flying uh, he has led 67 laps in his first uh, 88 Xfinity races. He's going to near that uh, by the time we get to the middle of the final stage. Uh, Trux wins another stage very easily, followed by Hill, Nemechek, Allgaier, Custer, top five. Chandler Smith, Sean Creed, Sammy Smith, Sam Mayer, and Josh Berry also get points. Then we go to the final stage. Austin Hill wins the lap 100 restart fairly easily, followed by John Hunter, Nemechek in second. As well as Mark Ryan Trex right behind him. Lap 102. Oh no. Sheldon Creed around. He's between Justin Allgaier and Sammy Smith. Doesn't make time contact, but he does spin around. Then lap 106, there's another restart after the caution. Austin Hill with another great restart, this time in front of Ryan Truex and Nemechek. Lap 112. Here comes Ryan Truex. He takes over with the power move to get past Austin Hill. And then when we hit 40 to go, he's already pushed that lead back out to five and a half, a half seconds. That's a fourth of the track in Dover, basically, in terms of lap time. He was motoring. Yep, 38 to go. Nemechek starts the green flag pit cycle. 30 to go. There's 11 cars out front that still haven't pitted. Custer and Creed among them. They're mainly doing that because they're in a different race at this point. They're not going to catch Ryan Truex. But they got the dash for cash. So they're going to try to get the cash. 20 to go. Creed and Burton among the four still running very, 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 very long hoping for that wreck to just leave a couple cars on the lead lap. That does not happen. 13 to go. Burton finally pits. It's just Creed and Herbst in an old-fashioned standoff to see who's going to pit. Truex leads Barry by five seconds for third place, uh, leading the the cars who did pit. And the 10 to go, Creed and Herbst have to pit, so no Truex back in front by nearly six seconds. Cole Custer then passes Sheldon Creed right at the end of the final stage with five to go. 
to lead the dash for cash. Ryan Truex hits the win. Big time win for the Truex family as they sweep the weekend, followed by Josh Berry, Justin Allgaier, Austin Hill, and John Hunter Nemechek to round out the top five. Sammy Smith Smith in sixth, Cole Custer seventh. Top 10 for Brandon Jones. He's eighth. Sam Mayer ninth. And then Daniel Hemrick rounds out the top 10 as Sheldon Creed finishes 11th. So good uh, good run over the weekend, mostly. Really good weekend for the Junior Motorsports Group for the most part. But uh, good win for Ryan Truex. is his, his best race by far in his Xfinity career as he picks up win number one in 2023. Yeah, not much change in the playoffs. We got Austin Hill, John Hunter Nemechek, Chandler Smith, Sammy Smith, Jeb Burton in on the wins. Other cars in would be Josh Berry, Justin Allgaier, Cole Custer, Sheldon Creed, Riley Herbst, Daniel Hemrick, and Sam Mayer. First guy out is Brandon Jones, but he is just nine points back, so he's in the mix, as are uh, some of the others like uh, Kligerman, Sieg. Kligerman actually dropped out of the top 12. Very sad. Um, okay, now on to the news. Let's do some news and notes. We're going, we're going to Kansas. Yeah, first news thingy. Uh, Brad Keselowski's Checkered Flag Foundation is going to partner with RFK Racing and Kings Hawaiian. Those are the awesome little uh, sweet rolls. Uh, t- really good to put porch sliders in that. They're going to honor military heroes. I think I might do this for my sister. Uh, she's a veteran. Um, yeah. You get a little gift in the commemorator on the car. This would be a good gift for her. But $100, uh, get your name on the car. Uh, it's the fifth consecutive year doing it. Second year with RFK Racing starting May 3rd. Friends and family commit uh, submit a hero's name to be featured on the King's Hawaiian Ford Mustang. That's going to drive at Pocono on July 23rd. I will buy a large, large set of King's Hawaiian roll in their honor because it's my favorite thing to make barbecue sliders and ham and cheese sliders, too. So there you go. You know, we're running the All-Star Race this year at North Wiltsboro. They're going to host an open house next Wednesday, May 10th, free for fans in the area to come have their photo taken on the Speedway's Victory Lane as it sits on top of the roof of the Media Center in the infield at North Wilkesboro. They're expected to have drivers there, other special guests at the open house. I would bet a dollar that Dale Earnhardt Jr. is going to maybe make an appearance. It might end with a light show set to the music of their newly installed Musco LED track lights that are going to be around North Wilkesboro. Then, uh, speaking of Josh Berry, he had a lot of run in the first part of this podcast. Yeah, is he going to run full-time next year, TD? That's uh, the rumor on the street. According to Sports Business Journal's Adam Stern, Barry is finalizing management deal with KHI Management. The KH in that span stands for Kevin Harvick. He It's Harvick Sports and Marketing Agency. The signing would come on the heels of reports that Barry is a favorite to replace Harvick in the Stuart Haas number four. Barry has run a handful of races for Chase Elliott and now Alex Bowman this year. So he's getting a lot of experience. We saw that with Noah Gregson got a lot of experience last year and then eventually moved into the seat. More 75 greatest drivers unveiled. Uh, We're going to start off with Larry Phillips. A lot of people don't recognize that name, but maybe you should. He's a short track legend throughout the Midwest. He won a record five national titles and was the equivalent of the NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Series. We know how incomplete some of these records from these tracks are as we deal with college athletic records, which in the 80s and 90s, a lot of people are like, you want to hold on to this uh, final results? They're like, nah, throw it out. (laughs) We don't need that. But from what they pieced together, he won 220 of 289 NASCAR-sanctioned races from 1989 to 1996, which is 76.1% of the races he was in. He won 13 track championships in three states. Yeah, it's pretty good. Good to see NASCAR including some of the uh, modified dirt guys in this whole thing. 
Uh, Bobby Labonte is your next one up. He is the 2000 NASCAR Cup Series winner. Uh, and we're out dual Dale Earnhardt to win his only uh, cup championship. He had 21 victories, including four during 2000 when he won his title, uh, when it was during the, back in the Winston Cup days. Also won five races in 1999. He finished kind of far behind Dale Jerry, but still was a runner-up in the 99 season. Earned the 1991 Bush Series title and is also one of six drivers to claim Xfinity and Cup Series crowns. The others are Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex, Kyle Busch, Brad Kozlowski, and Chase Elliott. So he was the first one to do it. That came all the way back almost 23 years ago. And then guy who won the race this weekend, Martin Truex, he's one of the six guys that also had that Xfinity and Cup Series title back-to-back. He won Xfinity Series in 2004 and 2005, and it was the Cup title winner in 2017. His biggest wins have been at Charlotte twice in the Coca-Cola 600, and also has a win at Darlington in the Southern 500. Got 32 career victories, 13 Xfinity wins, and one victory and only three truck starts, which came in 2001 on the Bristol Dirt. I think Martin Truex is going to go down. Actually, TD is one of the most underrated drivers because he's always kind of been the wingman as somebody on their team, but he's probably had one of the most consistent careers of anybody who's won a cup title uh, in the last 25 years. And if they, they're able to, to get it going the rest of this year, he could be a contender to get a second. The last one of the names that were named this week, Brad Kozlowski, his Xfinity Cup Series titles came just two years apart. He won an Xfinity title in 2010. And then two years later, he was hoisting the uh, Cup Series trophy. He has 35 series wins on the cup level. He also has 39 Xfinity Series, uh, which ranks fourth in that series. His 75 wins across the three series ranks 12th. Yeah, good for him. I, I think Brad Keselowski has had a fantastic career, and he also made the pivot to ownership. A lot of guys have done, but he's really been invested in RFK. So good on them for including Brad Keselowski. A couple other news and notes. Team Penske president Tim Sendrick is going to be inducted into the Indianapolis Sports Hall of Fame this year at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Former IMS Corporation President and CEO Tony George also being inducted. Kind of a lean year if this is who we're going with. In Cedric's 24-year career with Team Penske, they have over 375 victories and 27 championships. That includes eight of Penske's 18 Indy 500 wins, eight IndyCar victories on the IMS road course, a Brickyard 400 win, and two Xfinity Series victories as well. And then we kind of teased this earlier, talking about how Legacy Motorsports and Eric Jones and Ty Dillon haven't been so good. Well, we may know why. Legacy Motorsports is going to make the jump to Toyota in the offseason. How much effort they put in the Chevy package in the next-gen car doesn't seem like they're doing a lot, and it's affecting Noah Gregson and Eric Jones a ton. Even to have the manufacturer balance, though, in NASCAR and the Cup Series, they'll have eight Toyotas up from six this year. The most recent race had 16 Chevys and 14 Ford. So Toyota climbing up the ranks and will add to eight cars in the Cup Series next year. Overall, I think it's good. I wondered if something was up. Eric Jones is just, he was all of our kind of like long shot pick last year. That's our running joke on this podcast. But he has been nowhere near effect, as effective as he was last year. And I would like to see a fourth manufacturer. I'd like to see either Dodge come back or like Honda or yeah. Give me a, give me, let's resurrect Pontiac from the grave. Yeah, we just talked about Bonnie Labonte, two, uh, 2000 yeah. uh, champion, the old Pontiac Grand Prix. I think it'd be like 10, 10, 8, 8 or 9, 9, 9, 9, 9 and get yeah. even it out, have them putting the same amount of resources in each. Hey, I don't know. I know we don't talk about that trash sport F1 a lot on this podcast, but they pretty good in the old Honda parts that they give yeah. the Red the Red Bull team over there in F1. And they obviously pretty much manufacture everything in the Indy car. So Honda would be an interesting inclusion in NASCAR for sure. 
All righty, now we're going to slip on our Ruby slippers. We're going to run real quick through what's going on in Kansas. We got the Cup Series race, the Advent Health 400 RIP Bushy McBush race. <laughs> uh, Sunday, Kansas Speedway. It's going to be a 3 p.m. start on FS1, MRN, Sirius XM Radio, covered starting at 2. 400 miles around the 267, sorry, 400 miles, 267 laps. I almost said 267 mile track. That'd be an awful big track. And you only have to go around one and a half times. <laughs> uh, it's a one and a half mile track. Stages of 80, 85, 102. Practice airs Saturday, FS1, 5.05 evening. If you're not doing anything in the evening, watch that. The practice at 5.05 Eastern. Bush light pole qualifying 5.50. Also on FS1. Truex then, looking uh, for back-to-back -back wins uh, after not winning 54 straight races. In his 29 Kansas start, he has two wins, which was a 2017 sweep, 10 top fives, 16 top tens. And that's why he's the favorite this weekend. Uh, track opened in 2001, 19 days after September 11th, to be exact, September 30th. Jeff Gordon won that race, and the track was repaved in 2012 with variable banking added in the corners between 17 and 20 degrees. There's been 34 races here, one from 2001 to 2010, and two per year since 2011. Overall, 18 different winners. Five different winners have three points here, including Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson. Active drivers include Denny Hamlin, Joey Logano, and Kevin Harvick. Kyle Busch, Brad Keselowski, and Martin Truex Jr. have two apiece, while Bubba Wallace, who won last year's fall race, Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott each have one apiece. 23-11, back-to-back wins here. That includes a Kurt Busch win in the spring to get him in the playoff, which he didn't unfortunately get to participate in. And then Bubba Wallace last year, which came like two races too late for Bubba, so he couldn't get into the playoff. But they both were in the 45, so maybe it's Tyler Reddick's time. Except the last... for his average finish here is like 22.8. <laughs> Correct. That's what I was going to get to when we do our picks here uh, in a minute. Last 10 races. Denny Hamlin, the only driver with multiple wins. He also has the most top fives with six. Martin Truex Jr. has the most top tens, though, in the last 10 races with nine, and his average finish is 6.8. Then Kyle Larson, who has been one of the better guys at Kansas over the last 10 races as well, 7.4 is his average finish. He does have a win. That includes four top fives and six top tens in the last eight races. Who's your pick? A long shot. So believe it or not, there's going to be a lot of Cindric talk. Tim Cindric's going into the Hall of Fame at IMS. That's who I was leaning towards. But then I'm going to throw a real curveball here. We're going to go with Eric Amarola. Oh, snap. Has finished a lot of races here, which is not hard to do, but it's sort of a feat. He's raced 22 times. He's got 11 top 10s and 22 starts. His average finish is 16th, but his best finish is, is sixth. But he stays on the track here, and so that's why I want to pick with him. It has been a Toyota 23-11 show here the last year or so. Maybe change it up, get the Stuart Haas Ford in there, number 10 car. That's my long shot. I actually do kind of like Cindric here, though, but uh, I'll let you uh, – I, I, I divert it off. I thought this could be a good weekend for Penske, but I end up going with the 10 car. Yeah, and I'm gonna actually go with Austin Cindric. It's it was one of his better tracks last year, which mm -hmm. I don't know if that's good or bad. He had an 11th and 12th place finishes in last year's racing. Just thinking maybe another year under his belt, maybe he improves a little bit. And then once again, it's a hard place for long shots. Usually, your winners gonna come out of the, the top six to eight cars. So yeah, it's a, it's just a tough place for middle tier teams to get in the victory lane. But 
We'll see. Who you got winning this thing? A winner, I'm going Martin Trucks, who runs fairly well here. He's going to strike while the iron's hot. And I'm a Martin Trucks fan who's transitioning into a Ryan Blaney fan if Trucks ever retires, but maybe he won't. He may not. Let's hope he doesn't, especially if he wins another race this week. I was really torn between Joe Gibbs Racing on this one. I really was kind of torn between Christopher Bell and Denny Hamlin. Denny's got a lot more experience here than Christopher Bell with his three wins. But I'm actually going to take the kid from Norman, Oklahoma. His best finish here is third. That came last year. Uh, But he has two top fives, four top tens, and six races. Average finish is 10th. His average start is 11th. So I'm going to take the 20 car to get the win in Kansas. He's not super far from home. It's like five hours from Cleveland County, Oklahoma. So I'm pick Christopher Bell. Maybe yeah. they'll say he's the local kid. You know, we like to do on these broadcasts <laughs> sometimes. Like Alex Bowman when we go to Phoenix, even though he grew up 400 miles away. So that is that. Now we're no Xfinity. So Very sad. It's weird they're getting a week off this week. They'll race here in the fall. So we got trucks, Heart of America 200. Saturday, it's a night race. 8 p.m. Eastern, FS1, MRN, Sirius XM. Coverage starting at 7, 201 miles odd number because if you do the math, 134 times 1.5 is an extra mile and they don't want to stop on the backstretch. Stage is a 30, 30, 74. Uh, Practice, 12.05 Eastern, qualifying 12.35 FS1. So Notable's first ever truck race for Tony Brittinger in the number one Tricon Garage. Uh, Johnny Sauter's back, former Truck Series champ. He's going to be in the 04 for Roper Racing. Got a couple of, uh, what did you call them? Tr- uh, not bushwhacking, but um, truck truck Puppet invaders. Cup invaders. Cup invaders, yeah. yeah. Ross Chastain's going to cup invade. He's going to drive the number 41 car, Nice yeah. Motorsports. Kyle Busch, he's actually going to represent Kyle Busch. He'll drive the 51 truck this weekend in Kansas. Standings, just a little standings update since it's been, what, two weeks since the trucks have raced? Yeah. Uh, after this race, they'll be happy with the season. Top four right now in the playoffs are Zane Smith, Corey Heim, Christian Eckes, and Carson Hotzebar. The other six, as we stand today, would be Ty Majeski, Ben Rhodes, Grant Infinger, Matt Crafton, Tanner Gray, and Matty D, Matt Nabeto. Chase Purdy's in 11th. Shout out to the Bama Buggies. They're one spot below the cutoff. And then the rookie race round is pretty tight. Nick Sanchez leads Jace, Jake Garcia by 22 points. But Jake Garcia didn't run at Daytona in the opener, so he's a race behind. They've run 25 races at the track. Ricky Hendrick won the inaugural event in 2001. The series has had 21 different driver uh, drivers win at the track. Hal Bush, Matt Crafton are the only ones with multiple ones. They won three apiece. They're both in this race. Very rare you get that in the truck series. Other former winners in the race, Ross Chastain, Zane Smith, and Johnny Sauter. It's been strikes and gutters for Ross Chastain here. He's had two DNFs, but he also has a win in 2019 and a second place in 2021, and there's other two starts here. Old man Kraft, (laughs) he has run all 25 races here. Three wins, seven top fives, 14 top tens. He finished ninth last spring. And Kyle Busch is willing the truck as KBM is looking for its 100th career NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series win. Bush has run six truck races at Kansas with three wins, four top fives, and five top tens. For the pick, you'd have to be an idiot not to pick Kyle Bush. I left him for you. If you want to pick him, if you don't pick him, I'll change my pick. I went with <laughs> Zane Smith. He has six top five finishes in 1.5-mile tracks the last two seasons. Finished second at Las Vegas earlier this season. And he's the defending champion at this track, so I'm going Zane Smith. 
I'll raise you this. I would say you're an idiot not to pick Kyle Busch or Zane Smith in this race because they probably will finish one, two. But I am going to pick Kyle Busch and KBM gets its 100th win. He's already got a win in the truck series this year. And these type of places in the truck series when Kyle Busch ran years ago, the one and a half mile tracks, yeah. it's like where he put up, has put up a majority of his wins. So I'll take him. Maybe Ross Chastain won't wreck anybody. And maybe we can see a Kyle Busch, St. Smith, one, two finish. There you go. There's no uh, Xfinity, as we said, but there is a uh, Arkham Menards for all you uh, people like me that are, would watch that. It's They actually got a name of the race. They got a sponsor. It's not General Tires. It's the uh, Dawn. That's the stuff you put on your uh, dish. That's the dish soap, but I also put on stains on my shirt. Let It, it works. For, yeah, let it sit for a half hour, throw it in the washing machine, stains gone. That's going to be 2 p.m. Eastern on Saturday on FS1. We got some truck whacking with Dean Thompson, Josh Realm, Taylor Gray, Jack Wood among those battling with series points leaders, Frankie Munoz, Jesse Love, and Greg Van Alst. Now on to paint schemes. This is the lead up to what's the greatest week in paint schemes next week. Yeah, and it's so hard to find paint schemes this week because every time you're like, oh, this is a cool paint scheme, and it's like a uh, Darlington throwback paint scheme. But we actually had some pretty solid ones. My favorite, Brad Keselowski. It's pretty good. It's a like I I know diecast now costs like a hundred and seventy bucks. <laughs> I would think about it. It's it's a half C car. It's not really half C. Guardians of the Galaxy has a tie in with King Hawaiian. Yep. They have a little sponsorship thing. They're both on the truck. Guardians of the Galaxy, the movie, King Hawaiian. Those little rules that are really good. They also have the big rolls, and you can put a dip in it. Like you tear the middle out, and you put a dip in it. Um, but and the car looks pretty sweet. So Brad Keselowski. I also, I like the Kevin Harvick one. It's the Bush, uh, break for Bush, uh, Bush Light Farmers Ford. It's the first Bush Light paint scheme uh, for Harvick since the whole kerfuffle with Kid Rock shooting stuff. So it'll be interesting to see what the Let's Go branding crowd does this weekend. Very interested to see. I don't know if you've seen Bush's Instagram they didn't post for like a month and they started posting like two days ago comments off because last huh. time they commented. So it's, uh, yeah. it's still a kerfuffle. Uh, and then cheddars. Uh, oh yeah. Scratch, Thank you. Yeah. Scratch kitchen's got the little, uh, croissant on the uh, back. We actually went there. You weren't able to go. We went two weeks ago, got the free chicken tendy plates, pretty badass. And they looked at the menu, their lunch. Why? I don't know why we don't go there for lunch more often. Their okay. lunch prices at, are fairly reasonable. Book it they for did, tomorrow. They did overcook Tyler Pounds' Monte Cristo, so we'd probably ah. have to tell him to either change the grease or or lo lower the heat a little bit. So, other ones: Bubba Wallace, uh, Dr Pepper, Zero Sugar. A few years ago, they removed the the period after the Dr and Doctor, so it's really like it's sort of drrr, pepper. Not officially a doctor anymore. Yeah, and then forty five Tyler Reddick McDonald's. It's pretty cool on the side. They got like a tipped over box of French fries, and the like three French fries make like racing stripes down the side. Makes it yeah, look it's pretty clean. It's pretty clean. I, I think uh, I think they did a nice job because it's a little bit different than what Bubba runs in the twenty three. So I really like it. I've got a couple for you that I like. Uh, by the way, Mike Joy, the seven cars back in the fraternal order of eagles. Yeah. They're not federalizing them. That's why yeah. we have the tenth amendment. That car is back this week for Corey Lejoy. I like the two car of Austin Cindric and the Freightliner Ford. The black oh, and neon yeah. blue is pretty slick. Uh, you you took away my cheddars on which I the best part about cheddars is getting to actually uh, get the croissant. 
Brennan Poole's in the 15 car. It's not the Art Vanderlei <laughs> car. It's the DJ Vanderlei strong car. I didn't know what it was, but it br- actually brings awareness and benefits a fellow D- uh, NASCAR team member. Vanderlei was injured in 2020 during a micro sprint race where he fractured a vertebrae in his back along with spinal cord damage. So really cool that they're doing that. When I first read it, it just said Vanderlei Ford. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Art I was like, what? Industry. I was like, I was like, Bart, I was like, Art, what are we doing? And I read it, it's like, this is a lot cooler than that. And I'm glad they're doing it. I'll give you two more, and then I'll give you one that I don't like. Uh, personal favorite at our house, Kraft's Mac and Cheese, Ricky Stenhouse in the 47 Mac and Cheese car. A lot of mac and cheese in the car. Okay. It's pretty It's pretty sweet. And then the Daniel Suarez uh, Worldwide Express 99 car, just got a lot going on, but I actually like the paint scheme. It's, it's blue, kind of this aqua blue thing, and it's pretty sweet. Chris busher has been running great lately. I do not love the bodyguards Ford's uh, 17. Paint yeah. I wanted to like it. Cause I, I think his, I think the, the gray fastenal car that Brackensoski runs, runs it looks, looks pretty clean. good. I think they tried that with this. It didn't work. And the one I really, really don't like the Todd Gillen 38 oh, just so reminds bad. me of one of the speedy cash paycheck loan stores, which are my favorite places. Like, they're not a potential sponsor. If they came to me with money, I'd be like, no, we're not going to screw working men by screwing them on their payday loans. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do not like that paint scheme. On to the truck series. Got that, like we said, Tony Bridinger, her first ever truck race. She's in the Victoria's Secret number one. I don't know if that's the first time Victoria's Secret's ever sponsored a, a NASCAR thingy. That's a good question. We used to have a joke back in the day that Victoria's Secret is she has a wiener. <laughs> Ross Chastain may be in the one uh, Victoria's Secret truck car if he keeps wrecking people in the, in the Cup Series, so that might be where he lands. What um, else you got? The, we got Chess, uh, Chase Birdie. We'll do this because Evan, you know. He's still Shout out to Bama Buggies. He's, he's dropping farther down our list of favorite people, but Bama Buggies. Then we got Johnny Sauter in the number four. 04, not to be confused with the number four. It's pretty sharp looking. CarQuest Ford, a little rain, uh, red, white, and blue. Haley Deegan, the Thor Sport cars get a, they used to just be all drab gray, except for crafting and the bright yellow. They're starting to get outside of the box. Haley Deegan, number 13, edible dough. It's cookie dough that you eat like candy. That's all my favorite things. That's just what you need. Uh, <laughs> I got two more, and there are two or three more, too, that you like. One's the Tanner Gray 15, the Mobile One. It's a different looking Mobile One paint scheme we typically get in the truck series. Looks pretty sweet. Taylor Gray's in the 17 Dead on Tools Toyota. It's got a skull on it, and that's all you need to know. It's black and white. Looks pretty sweet. And then also, I uh, I like the uh, military appreciation truck that Grand Amfinger's going to run in the 23 car. Just a little bit different looking paint scheme yeah. than typical. Red, white, and blue looks pretty sweet. Pretty pumped about that one. So that's the, uh, that's the ones that I've got for you this week. All righty. Everyone click your heels or your uh, ruby red slippers and uh, we're out of here because I hear uh, Bobby. That That's Bobby Hilton Jr., right? Yep, I hear, I hear him. him. Yep. I grew up in Texas where football was my game until that racing fever started burning in my brain. short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde. He built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hillen's Drilling Company. We ran in five Grand National.
my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry High. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. You've given me my wings, now it's up to me to fly. Thank you for the ride, Harry High. say that lady luck has given me the brakes i must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance i'll do the best i can for those who've given me 